This is the Narrative Shift Podcast, where we talk about faith, justice, race, and everything in between. Hey, I'm Terrence Lester. And I'm Johnny Taylor. And uh, thanks for tuning in. Hey, you are listening to episode 15 of Narrative Shift. What's up? What's up? What's up? So uh, the past couple weeks, we've been talking about remaining encouraged and facing hardships. And today I wanted to talk a little bit about something called grit Grit. and why it takes grit to run something, to start something, to run it, to follow through with it. Man, bro, it's amazing that you chose that word. Um, I've often, you know, referred to that word uh, many times in, in doing like sacrificial demonstrative campaigns, because I think, I think grit is one of those terms that like really gives you, uh, just clarity on what it means to, to start something. Right. And for those of you who may not be familiar, like with the the language we're using, you might be thinking like, what do you mean grit? Like, like the the breakfast food, you're talking about sandpaper. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, the term we're using um, in psychology, grit is a positive non-cognitive trait based on an individual's perseverance of effort combined with the passion for a uh, particular long-term goal or end state. Yeah. So like in actuality, grit is just like, passion and perseverance and persistence uh-huh. right um whenever you start out on a journey um and you're trying to get to a destination it, it takes grit um to actually you know persevere through to uh, have you reach that destination um yeah we we see this oftentimes too even with marathon runners right yeah we've heard the quote many many times quoted like Life is not a sprint, it's a marathon, but there's some truth to that, especially as it relates to starting stuff. For sure. And like I said earlier, like you might be thinking like sandpaper, like it also has grit. And um, I think one thing that both the sandpaper definition of grit and the definition we use is that they both come with like this promise of fiction. Mm. Like it, with sandpaper. What do you mean by that, though? Okay, so like with sandpaper, like what do you do with sandpaper? You're rubbing it up against something. You're creating friction, and you're wearing away uh, whatever it is you're the sanding. Excess. Yeah, and I think that's the same with the grit we're talking about too. Is mm. um, it is you rubbing up against something, creating friction? There's conflict, um, but at the end of the day, you have this goal. You're trying to get this thing to a polished or usable state. Yeah. Man, that's a good analogy too. Um, Because oftentimes what we are becoming in the process sometimes is much greater than, you know, the destination. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I've heard many motivational speakers, even preachers use the the terminology of like um, realizing and about the process and enjoying the journey um, that you're on, um, because in actuality, what you're doing every day, um, the friction that you're, you know, rubbing up, that's rubbing up against you, the hardships that you face, all of those things are like used to make you a more polished individual, especially when you, you're headed somewhere. I was talking to, uh, this lady the other day, I consider her like an auntie, <laughs> 
Um, and we were talking, she, she bakes cakes and, uh, we were talking about like cakes. Uh, if any of you like snacks out there, shout out to the snack lovers. Um, but you know, she was talking about the, the different processes she goes through, um, with like determining what type of, uh, you know, cupcakes she's going to make or what type of cake she's going to produce. And, uh, one thing that really stuck out to me is that, uh, each, a product that she makes takes different ingredients. And what she said was um, all of these ingredients uh, separated um, are horrible by themselves. You know, nobody's just going to eat. Right, like <laughs> some, dry- some baking soda, for <laughs> yeah, instance. Like dry ugh. powder or yeah. you're not going to eat eggs, you know, raw. You're not going to eat <laughs> right. oil. You're not right. going to turn up. Uh, <laughs> like all-purpose flour by the spoonful. Right, right. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, it, it makes me think about the analogy that you brought up, though, man, because, you know, isolated in different states, right? Um, they're they're not good. Um, but when they all come together, when a hardship comes and you learn a new skill from it or, like, you go through um, some loss or you gain clarity because, you know, you had a challenge in your business or you start out in one direction and that's another ingredient to this entire process of how you been, how you, how are you being made? Because at the end of the day, the analogy is that it's, it's to be served. Right. And a part of going through, um, these different challenges and processes, is to develop enough grit where you become polished so you can serve and impact more people. Yeah. That's good. Um, so you started Love Beyond Walls six years ago, like we said last week. Yeah. And, man, I think, and let me know if you agree with this, but I think anybody can start something, but it takes grit to keep it going. Would you say that's been true? <laughs> yeah, man. Um, yes, it definitely takes grit. Uh, and what people don't realize is that no matter what type of uh, business you're leading, whether it be a nonprofit organization or a for-profit organization or just like, um, you know, you may just start a simple project like a, not even a business, just doing some type of creative uh, idea. Uh, it's going to take, take grit because there are peaks and valleys all throughout the journey. And it's ongoing. It's a never-ending process. So I, I would definitely say, yeah, man, it's, you know, starting something is um, one thing. But, you know, <laughs> along the process, bro, like you, if you don't, if you don't tap into something uh, much greater than yourself, uh, you know, I, I come from a, a faith background. So, you know, I, I definitely uh, lean on my faith. But I think in reality, too, like there's something that you have to tap in within yourself um, that is just like this, this persevering, um, resilient state uh, that you have to get your mind into to say, no matter what comes, I'm going to continue to press on. And I've had to do that many different times, man, because there's along the way there, there have been times where it's, you know, been super fun and you know there's been times where it's super sorrowful and there's been times where it's super uh you know resourced and you know there are other times where it's super lean and you know at various stages and i'm not just talking about like funding or anything i'm just talking about like 
whether it be people or projects or materials or whatever it is, you know, and you just have to learn how to, uh, <laughs> I guess you would say grit it through, right? Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, and I think you mentioned like your faith kind of grounds you a little bit, and I like to talk about faith and grit a little bit later on in the podcast, but... Yeah. Man, I want to talk about like the five characteristics of, of grit and if you could even like talk through a little bit of as we go through these, like how it has impacted your, your journey. Uh, yeah. But the, the first characteristic of grit is courage. Mm. Like it takes courage. Cur- courage is one of the ingredients you would say of having grit. Oh, yeah. I like how you do that. Yeah. Right. How has courage shown up in your journey? Yeah. Courage. Man, courage is 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 funny. Because, you know, many times when people use this term, they think about the person who has like a, a superhero cape on or somebody that's just like willing to jump out in traffic and, and save the, <laughs> you know, pedestrian from being run over by a car or, you know, uh, but courage isn't always like that. Right. Um, courage is the ability to try something or to to move in the face of fear. Like fear is always present, right? Um, uh, fear is all, all around us. There's the fear of what if this doesn't work? Or there's a fear of, you know, what if I risk it all and, you know, <laughs> become a failure? There's this fear of, you know, um, rejection. I mean, there's a lot of different uh, fears that we can like, uh, lean into or pay attention to that will stop us from taking the step. And I think courage uh, is, you know, doing something that you're passionate about in the face of fear. Um, it's it's zoning in on, you know, what what you love the most, what you're passionate about the most, and what what you want to give your life to, and 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 doing it anyway. And I've had to tap into that uh, many different times, man, because there there are times where, like, you know, things are uncertain. But do you love it enough and are you compassionate about a, it enough where you can do it anyway? Uh, there are times where, you know, you know, you don't know what will happen or what will come or if people will receive. And it's just like it doesn't matter because yeah. I'm passionate about this thing. So I, w- I would define courage. um to anybody who's listening is, is just the ability to do it in the face of fear. Hmm. That's good. Like yeah. being, being able to act, um, not necessarily without fear, but in spite of it, in spite, bro, in spite of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I mean, there are, there are always, uh, challenges around and there are always excuses not to do something. Yeah. And there are even, they're always like variables that doesn't make sense to the logical mind. Right. And I I think a part of uh, courage too, is having faith, you know, faith in what you believe, faith in the possibility uh, of, of of the impossible happening uh, rather than leaning into the, um, the uncertainty of the unknowns. Yeah. Yeah. Another way I like to, define courage is just like 10 seconds of forgetting about you Hmm. and acting on behalf of someone else. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's powerful, man. And I think grit is also tied to, uh, 
courage. Um, because once, once you have the courage to take the step, I think grit sustains the courage. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say that one more time, just, okay. <laughs> just in case people didn't catch that. But like, uh, I think, uh, courage is taking the step in the face of fear, but grit sustains that courage, sustained courage, man. Yeah. That is, uh, that's good. Yeah. It makes you want grit, you know, sustained courage. Yeah. Um, the second characteristic, and let's see if I can pronounce this right, is conscientiousness. Conscientiousness. It's yeah. a weird word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Conscientiousness is, is you know, I think that is more, it speaks more uh, about the um, just being fully aware and fully present. Yeah. Yeah. Man, uh, one like kind of definition um, or more so like paraphrase of the word I found is um, the importance of going for gold versus just showing up for practice. Mm. Say that again now. It's, yeah. It's the, uh, the difference between like going for gold and just showing up for practice. Um, the, the difference between achieving and just doing the same thing. Hmm. Wow. Like you think like it uses um, this imagery of going for gold, which is it brings like to mind like the Olympics Um, and like no Olympic athlete just practices for the sake of practicing. Like if all they ever did was practice, they wouldn't ever win medals because they wouldn't ever actually be in the game. Wow. So it's 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 this like carefulness, this diligence, this almost like this intense focus of being aware um, whereby which you, you give your all to something. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think the intensity of focus uh, is actually what we're talking about. And I Mm -hmm. think that focus, man, uh, tied back to the, the word grit is a thing that wakes you up in the morning. It's the thing that um, pushes you, even when you don't feel like uh, doing it. Um, I had a mentor that used to say, you know, practice doesn't make perfect practice makes better. And when you wake up every single day and you focus on something, you're not striving to be perfect. You're striving to, to outdo your last best version of yourself or of the idea, you know, um, it's that intensity of focus, man. And, you know, I've learned just on my own particular journey, like, when you are doing something like creating something from nothing, you can't, uh, you can't listen to emotion. Mm -hmm. That's true. Because like your emotions, uh, will take you all over the place. There'll, there'll be times when you get up, when your emotions will say, you know, this isn't working or, um, you know, quit today or, you know, don't go forward. And you literally have to uh, be conscientious about uh, those things um, where you have this intense focus where you say, I'm going to listen to discipline, right? Because I know uh, being disciplined and bringing that intensity uh, to the project is what's going to get me through. And I think that is also tied to grit, man. Um, You know, there are days uh, where you're going to have to lean in more in your in your discipline uh than you do 
<laughs> your your emotions. Mm. Yeah. And it's good. People don't think about that though. Yeah. No, because you know like being an entrepreneur or starting things is not about like having cupcakes and sprinkles all the time. It's not about like you're just on a on a constant roller coaster of like <laughs> You know, uh, throwing your hands up in the air and like yelling because you're having like a joyous time. I think it's it's good and bad. It's uh, bees and honey. It's it's roses and thorns, you know, (laughs) and I think that is the beauty of life. Like there is this this balance um, that creates the beautiful moments that we experience. It's the peaks and the valleys. It's just not it's just not all peaks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and then most things like we we've said before, like we're trading um, sometimes happiness now for sorrows later, or the reverse, sorrows mm. now for happiness later. That's good. And man, that almost it brings us into this next characteristic, um, which is grit. Having grit takes having long term goals and endurance. Mm. Um, yeah, you got a note here that says follow through. Um, man. Follow through. I, when I hear the word follow through, I think about execution. Okay. Um, that's the word that comes to mind where like if you put an idea up, right, and you are conscious about it, you're focused on it, you've taken a step and you have courage. I think uh, the long-term endurance is the follow through. Like it's the space where you get into um, just waking up every day and giving your all towards it until the thing is done. <laughs> yeah. Until you execute. Um, and what most people lack is the follow through, the execution of it. You know, just because you put an idea on paper or you throw it up on a whiteboard doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to have legs, right? Right. You're going to have to roll up your sleeves and do whatever it takes to uh, provide the type of execution that will cause it to be a reality. Yeah. And understand that in the process, sometimes you will be alone. Sometimes you'll uh, talk about these ideas and nobody will understand until the actual thing is a reality. (laughs) And then people show up and they want to cut ribbons and clap hands and celebrate. But I mean, you have to be conscientious about your goal and be so focused on your goal and have so much courage and grit that you're going to follow through until it comes to pass. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, good. I mean, I think the easy part for most of us is coming up with those long-term goals. Like, mm. for instance, like let's say, like, hey, you want to learn Spanish. Yeah. Cool. That's a great goal. But it's going to take hours and hours every day of yeah. uh, showing up for lessons and learning and uh, really humbling yourself. Like, yeah. you got you to gotta learn. It, it takes humility to learn anything. Oh, man. And, that's so good, bro. But it also takes endurance. Like you got to show up every day. Mm. And even though you're making tiny bits of progress, there's, I mean, thousands of hours in between your initial idea and the final execution of that idea before right. you you reap the fruit of it. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think so too. Um, there's this image that circulates, uh, circulates around social media uh, from time to time. It's a guy... He's a juggler. I don't know if you've seen it. And um, you can see the steps on the backside of the stage. 
And at the top, you can see him juggling. Nobody can see behind him and his steps like he walked up to the stage and he's he's in front of this big audience. And the picture portrays him juggling uh, without any flaws. Hmm. But on the steps where nobody else can see is hmm. like all of the broken glass, all of the plates that's that he good. dropped and all of that stuff. And I, I think that's, uh, you know, kind of like what you're talking about with uh, enduring, man. It's like you follow through every day, you get better every day. And when you show up, um, you know, you show up and, and uh, you display your growth and nobody ever sees the, uh-uh. All of the stages that you go through, but you got to be committed to the process. Yeah, man, that example reminds me of this. Uh, I think it was like a YouTube video I saw where this guy um, had no idea how to play guitar, but he yeah. wanted to commit himself to playing, I think it was like five or fi- in between five and 15 minutes every day. Wow. And it starts off this video like with him playing like some crazy, ridiculous guitar. Um mm like solo or something like that. Wow. And, but then it goes through like the, it was like a montage of like all of the time. From the, yeah. From the probably. beginning to yeah. like, th- like this is where I started and this is the in between. Like, wow. Like this guy started out knowing nothing and ended up through practice every single day. Yeah. Became something, uh, something much more than he was in the beginning. Yeah. I think Malcolm Gladwell talks about that in his in his book when he's talking about these ten thousand hours. I don't know if that yeah, yeah. rings true or not, but like yeah. basically that you become an expert when you commit yourself uh, to something and you go through the the processes of locking this in your muscle memory and mm-hmm. everything about you, and uh, you become an expert in it. And I think you know for most people. Uh, I would say this. Don't be afraid to start small. Yeah. You know, uh, don't try to jump in, (laughs) you know, uh, full force. You know, try it out, test it out, and grow uh, your capacity. You know, most people want to start with um, just max capacity. Like, they they already want to be what they envision and uh, forget that it takes a process, man. And so... Be okay with the process. But I see yeah. you got uh, two more. Yep. Um, uh, Characteristics. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. And this uh, next one is similar in a way to endurance, but it is resilience. Um, I, th- I think it's a little, personally, I think it's a little different. It is. Than endurance. Yeah. Um, I think endurance is more, you know... <laughs> You're showing up, you're conditioning every day. I think resilience is showing up in your conditioning and you continue to show up despite the hardships that you face. Yeah. So it's like endurance would be being able to like take a bunch of punches, like yeah. in boxing, for, for instance. Yeah. Being able to take a lot of hits. Yeah. But uh, resilience is being able to take a lot of hits and then also hitting back. Mm. Or, um, or uh, resilience is... You know, you've been knocked down. Yeah, but twenty times, twenty times, you get back up. Get back up. Yeah, man, that's I, good. <laughs> I like this. Uh, it, there's like this um, equation for resilience. Okay, and it's optimism plus confidence plus creativity equals resilience. Mm. I like that. What do you think that means, though? So I think I mean this first um, 
ingredient, if you will, of resilience is optimism. Yeah. So optimism is looking for the um, the positive in a situation, focusing on the solution. Yeah. Um, or the silver lining of something you're going through. Yeah. And then you have uh, confidence, being confident in um, your ability to come up with a solution, I think. Yeah. Being confident in your own uh Or just self. confidence, yeah, belief in self, right? Yeah. yeah. And then you and, have creativity, uh-huh. which is like the actual being able to get through these problems, coming up with solutions. Wow. Yeah. And I, I would even add one more thing, man, is, uh, I, you know, just this hope, <laughs> just plain old fashioned hope, man. Um, you know, hope is the ability to see beyond where you are. Um, it's the ability to, I think optimism is, is more like positivity yeah, but hope is more like even in your darkest moment, right? You still see some light. Yeah, and hope is the thing that gets you back up after you've been knocked down, because hope believes that you'll one day knock whatever it is that you're facing down. Right. Yeah. Man, I almost feel like it could be like summed up in the quote that says, "Everything will be all right in the end," and if it isn't all right, then it's not the end. Mm. That's good. I think that kind of sums up like what resilience is. Yeah. It is knowing that if you're still breathing, you're still able to move. Like it's not over. Like you still have fight left in you. Oh yeah. Um, that's good, man. Bro, that's good. And you got one more here. Uh-huh. And uh, yes, yeah. the difference between excellence and perfection. Okay. So I think perfection can, uh, often paralyze you wanting perfection. Oh, bro. Yeah. People want to, uh, have their ducks lined in a row. They want uh, all their eyes dotted T's crossed. Um, right. Some people won't even move forward or have the courage to take a step unless yeah. it's perfect. And I think like one of the big differences between excellence and perfection is perfection is a destination. Excellence is your, is an attitude. Yeah. It's a mindset. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I define excellence as uh, doing the best you can uh-huh. where you are with what you have. Right. As long as you're putting your best foot for wherever you are with what you have, that's excellence. Um, and most people don't do that because they think they have to have it all together. It's like, no, what do you have in front of you? Yeah. What can you use in front of you? You know, um, you use what you have to get what you want. Yeah. Not the opposite. I mean, it's almost like uh, the measure of someone is not uh, what they do, but what they do with what they have. Yeah, that's good. Um, Yeah, man. Man, I I love this uh, episode here, man, um, in closing, because, you know, I think it (laughs) I think many people don't get a chance to to talk about what it takes to like have sustained courage or have grit in the face of wanting to quit or, you know, what does it mean to persevere? You know? And I just want to encourage somebody, whoever is listening to this 
to have grit, have faith, man. Like, yeah. keep pressing forward and know that you don't have to compare yourself to anybody else. Uh, this is a journey that you're on and it's between you and your, uh, your maker. <laughs> and, uh, I would just keep trusting, especially if you believe in this, um, wholeheartedly, you know? Yeah, man. There's this, uh, great quote from John Ortberg. Um, I think we should leave with everybody. And it says over time, Grit is what separates fruitful lives from aimlessness. Mm. So, I mean, it's what separates people with vision and purpose and it's like a sense of destiny, if you will, from the people who are just kind of meandering through life and um, being passive and instead of actively taking control of their own potential and their, their purpose. Yeah. And man, you mentioned faith earlier on and how it grounds you. And I think it takes some, some grit to get through faith as well. Yeah. Um, you know, it says in Hebrews to, to throw off whatever hinders and entangles so that we might run with perseverance yeah. or so that we might have grit for the race marked out for us. And and I think that's important too. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely important, man. And I would encourage uh, our listeners, man, to allow it to ground ground us all and ground you. Um, but as we close, man, uh, I just want to say thank you guys for listening to uh, another podcast. Um, I hope you got something out of it. I'm Terrence Lester, and my co-host is none other than Johnny Taylor. Johnny Taylor, yep. Yep. Um, got any words, man? Yeah. So like Terrence said, thank you for listening. Um, if any of this encouraged you or changed how you think and you feel like, man, maybe there's like a friend or family member who could benefit from this topic today, man, we encourage you to share it with them. Um, send it to them in an email, text it to them, uh, have a little coffee meeting and, and list it over with them. Yeah. Uh, but also we would ask you to subscribe to the podcast because we're going to keep on. I mean, 2020 is going to be the biggest year, not only for us and Love Beyond Walls, but for this podcast. We have some awesome things coming up. And we'd also encourage you to leave a review of the podcast wherever you may listen. Yep. And you can also find us on social media. Uh, Terrence, would you like to share your social media handles? Yeah, man. Uh, it's I'm Terrence Lester. I am T E R E N C E L E S T E R. And that's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Also, you can follow Love Beyond Walls and Dignity Museum on the same channels. What about you, man? Cool. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at JohnnyTaylor95, J-O-H-N-N-Y-T-A-Y-L-O-R-9-5. Nice. Yep. And I don't know if you, I can't remember if you mentioned this, but you can also find Love Beyond Walls on the web at lovebeyondwalls.org. Yeah, man. Sure can. Uh, Look us up, check us out, and uh, we'll see you next time. Yep. Thanks again for listening. We'll see y'all next week.